What's good, Denver? What's up, everybody? How are you doing? I hope you're doing great. It's Tuesday, January 23rd. Uh, What's good, Denver? is a weekly celebration of culture and discovery and fun stuff to do in Denver for kids, couples, singles, and old-timers. I'm Ryan Estes with Tom Trampoline, Tommy Donahue, the Jared Goff podcasting Troy Higgins. Olivia's on the road and will join us again in February, and today we have a very special guest, Brandy Whalen. Hey, y'all. Brandy Whalen is with us, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. You may know Brandy as the co-founder of Kitcaster and Wildcast, but also as the crea- creator of the podcast Hosted, which I do believe is a top 1% globally ranked podcast. It sure is. It sure is. Yeah. It's on a wee wow. bit of a hiatus right now, but yeah. we'll get it back. In, in between seasons. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Thanks nice. for having me. Absolutely. And Brandy's here to talk to us about Denver comedy, where to go, what to do. So we're going to be talking about Denver comedy stuff, which is fun. Um, to follow the show, go to kitcaster.com forward slash Denver and subscribe on YouTube, Apple's podcasts, or Spotify. We're streaming right now on YouTube, which we usually do on Tuesdays about 10, 12, 10, 12, 10, 13, 10, 12 ish, ish, right around there. Um, today's sponsor is Samana Float Center. Uh, SamanaFloat.com is where you can go and book your float. Now, we talked a lot about Samana and what you can do and how you go in there. It's 90 minutes for yourself where you can just relax, you know. And this one thing in this world that we don't get enough of is just like a time to relax. This is a place where you can go and schedule some time. Now, I was recently in the float tank, and I had a little bit of time to think for myself. And you know what I was thinking about, oddly enough, was, was William Cody, the legendary Old West uh, entrepreneur. Buffalo Bill. Yes, right. That's right. Popularly known as Buffalo Bill. Now, Wild, uh, uh, or, uh, William Cody is buried right up there outside of Golden. I don't know if you guys have been to his grave, but it's a great spot where he's eternal resting place. He can look out uh, above the great plains that he cherished so much. I mean, famously, he brought, uh, uh, a band of Oglala Lakota, to, to Europe, sold out. This might have been the most popular man in the world at one point, Buffalo Bill. In fact, that's the namesake of the Buffalo Bill. Now, while Buffalo Bill was buried outside of uh, Denver, why can't the Buffalo Bills bury the Chiefs is my question. Like, what is going on? How can we be wide right again with the kick for the Bills? It absolutely kills me. And I only bring it up because if I have to watch the Kelseys and the Swifts and the Mahomes one more weekend, which now I have to, I'm going to lose my god dang mind. So you can go into uh, Samana Float Center and you can contemplate things like this for yourself. So go and check out samanafloat.com. Today our music is brought (laughs) brought to us by Troy Higgins as always, and we appreciate that music. So let's jump right into an event. And then we'll get into our feature, and we'll talk about highlights from the week. So, Brandy, why don't you kick us off with uh, what's going on in Denver this week? You bet. Yeah, this was actually kind of a fun activity. I it's I spend so much time in, in youth sports activities that I don't really scope out what's happening in our great mm. city of Denver. So it was it was fun. And what I was most excited about is Habba Tribute Band 
coming to us. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. This weekend. I happen to have an 11 year old who is very fond of ABBA and asked me just last week if they still toured. And I was like, no, they don't. But the tribute band does. And now I've got tickets to uh, ABBA on Friday. So I'll let you all know how that turns out. And the name of them is ABBA Tribute. Is that the name of the band? Yes, it is. Now it feels like ABBA. I want to pull up a picture, but this is, if you're going to be a tribute band, you really got to go all in. You got to go all in. And I think that they do. And I actually contemplated like not even telling my 11 year old that it was a tribute band and just, you know, so (laughs) it's them. (laughs) They're young again. Mania. Mania. The ABBA tribute. Yes. Mania. Mania is the name. We've got it on the screen here for everyone to see. Yeah. So that's January 26th, 8 p.m., the Paramount Theater, which is a beautiful spot. Highly recommend. Yeah. Have you been to ABBA Tribute Mania? Have you seen them before? Seems like a Troy thing. Troy? I I recently, when I went to, I haven't seen the ABBA Tribute. When I was in Florida uh, a couple of months ago, who did I see? It was a oh Van Halen tribute band. They were nice. not nearly as good. <laughs> so I'm hoping I'm hoping the Abbey tribute lives up to ABBA because they're an amazing group. They're all time legendary. So all time. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, they go all in. Okay, they got the costumes. They got the blonde hair. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely some. I don't. I don't think here. it's gonna disappoint. This I'm really excited. Awesome. Yeah, very excited. Um, something else I was scoping out is Denver's boutique warehouse sale. This is at, uh, an event venue called number 38 and it's on Sunday, January 28th from 10 to three. There's a bunch of, uh, local boutiques that I think just go full on sale mode and you go in, it is recommended to, I think it's mostly for women. So sorry, sorry guys, you're out on this one, I think. Um, but it's recommended that you, uh, dress appropriately. They said spandex shorts and sports bras so that you can try on clothes because there are no dressing rooms. So I feel like it's kind of like, you know, first come first serve, you get the clothes, you get out. It, it seems like a pretty good time. And the proceeds, it's a $15 fee to get in. And the proceeds go to the Rocky Mountain Alliance Children's Foundation. So cool. you can shop and do good. That's smart. So And you don't have friction. So if you just are decked out in spandex, clothes go on, clothes go off, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> I thought that was a rather strange recommendation. It was actually on the news channel, which I was like, wow, that's... <laughs> I just thought that was an important part to call out since they did note it. It, um, Yeah. So then the last thing, and this is something that we're going to talk about later in the episode, is Denver Comedy Underground. Um, Chris Higgins will be there on January 26th and 27th. They have two shows each night, 730 and 10. It's in the Cap Hill neighborhood. Highly recommend. It's a great venue. And we'll talk more about that later. Wow. Kicking it over to Tom. What do you got? All right. Let me see what I have here. Um, So the first thing that I chose, which I haven't been to an event like this since KitCaster sponsored one, but we got Rocky Mountain Pro Aces Wild Wrestling. Yes. Pay-per-view. Looks like this one's going to be available online. But uh, I got the... um, Where is it? 
I got the preview up for the viewers here. Let's see. It's in Inglewood. Ace is wild. Yeah, it's going to be in Inglewood um, at, what was the venue here? Wimmer Arena. I've never heard of it, but it's looking pretty intense. We got some great matchups going. <laughs> Looks like Dora the Explorer is going to be battling. <laughs> How is that spelled? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is this like a league or or like this looks like yeah, like a new promotion. I've never heard of Pro Ace or yeah, what is it? Rocky Mountain Ace? It's the Rocky wild. Mountain Pro Wrestling. I think Ace is Wild is like the name of this event. Of oh, the event. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Got it. Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling so. is the people. But look at these. Look at these images here. Um Really high intensity action, dude. That is down. so fun. That's incredible. <laughs> I love local wrestling, man. Yeah, we we sponsored an event like this a while back, and it was a great time. So that is going to be uh, Friday at seven p.m. in Inglewood. Definitely check that out. Um, another thing that I have Friday at six p.m. and this is my this might be two weeks in a row of um, events at the fort that I am highlighting. Or maybe I highlighted the fort a couple of weeks ago, but um, that's in Morrison. It's like this crazy old looking fort, bar, restaurant. I don't. I, I have don't so much going. curiosity around the fort. I drive by it all the time. I had no idea. So they have events there. Yeah, I I forget what I was highlighting there a few weeks ago. It was the it was the uh, the dark dinner. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They were doing a. Um, a fully blacked out dark dinner. So you would be focused on the taste of your food, Brandy, just so you know. Okay. That's what they had this. So you couldn't see any, like you weren't able yeah, to. It would be really dark. Complete darkness. And it would highlight your sense of taste. And Interesting. Now, uh, this week we got a murder mystery dinner party going down. Um, so enjoy a night of elegance and mystery while you and your friends help the detective find the thief of a missing diamond. Amazing. Wow. I really Wait, love that. Is that not old Western? What's up with that? I don't know. Missing diamond. It's got to be, right? You got to have a handlebar mustache. It's going to be a masquerade. <gasps> a masquerade. So your masquerades are included in your purchase price here. Oh. Um, it's 109 bucks, but you're getting one alcoholic beverage or non-alcoholic beverage if you choose four course dinner and participation in the event and your masquerade mask dude so yeah they got all these different courses going down they're they're always doing like all these like uh curated meals like the the dark dinner party was a nice curated menu seems like they got some good chefs over there have but you been Tom? no <laughs> oh yeah it's amazing been. is it amazing it's amazing okay it's super cool like, well, and shout out to their marketing director with these cool events, you know, it, it, and they're promoting it well. So it at least gets to us. So the fort is mm -hmm. it's modeled and built like Bent's Fort, which was out east, which is a famous like trading post back in the Old West. So it's like cool. You walk in and there's like it's like a square and then you go inside and and they have like all the, like game meats and stuff. Interesting. <clears throat> you can get like rattlesnake and like elk and in and and buffalo. It's delicious. It's it's really good. And it's cool. It's, I need to get there. I've passed by it a bunch of times. Yeah, because it's by Red, Red Rocks, Rocks and yeah. also Mount Falcon, which is a great hiking spot. Yeah. 
Totally. Yeah, it's it's great. It's it's really fun. And if they're doing masquerade stuff, if it would be old west masquerade, that would be even doubly fun. It looks really cool. They they have a whole bunch of lore for you to read into this dinner party. All right, but, Tom, you need to you need I to take one for the team. Let's let's get this yeah, going. I've does it to do a I need a report party, so I, maybe Does I'll it say Does it say what the featured menu is? Like is it part yeah. So I have it on the screen here for the stream for everyone to see, but I know you guys can't see it. First course, hot sausage bean dip with tortilla chips. Second course, the Fort Signature salad. Um, yeah, so there's a bunch of stuff in there. Ooh, wow. Freshly baked walnut muffins and Fort dinner rolls. Wow. It's all part of the second course. Great. Third course, tender five-ounce bone-in buffalo sirloin. Let's go. Served wow. alongside our cha-cha chicken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with their tomatillo sauce, mashed potatoes, seasonal vegetables. Fourth course, Vera's caramel blonde brownie topped with McGill's Colorado ice cream. Contains nuts. <laughs> just in case. And then you can, they always say like if you need like uh, veggie options, just let them know before. So I'm sure they got options for everyone, but that is the main uh, four course dinner menu. That's cool. For this party. Fly out for this one. Yeah, but it's pretty yeah. for that. <laughs> that sounds good. Bone in, sirloin, buffalo. buffalo. Sirloin. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, Tom. I like after this, you have to get get tickets. McKenna would love it. Yeah, she's a check big, it out. So she's a Brandy, big murder she, mystery party. Look at this, Brandy. This is what it looks like. Oh, that's so cool. Isn't it cool? Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's okay. I, 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 like I said, driven by many times, always curious. Now I know I have to check it out. Yeah, it's a restaurateur who's also preparing for apocalyptic future because it is a fort. It's, it's actually a fort. A fort. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Tom, I appreciate two fort events back to back. Yeah. Because, you know, Red Rocks is on a hi- hiatus for the winter. Maybe we can mm-hmm. just get updates on what's going on at the fort. That's true. Like, that <laughs> might be what we need to do. That might be it. I'm gonna I gotta plug my computer in here. So just do that real quick. And then the final event that I am highlighting this time around, um, we've got the brunch club. <laughs> it's brunch with all capital run in the middle. So they uh you get to you do some running and then you run to your brunch that is part of the event. So it's in the Highlands. So it's going to be on Sunday at 9.30 a.m. I don't know what this means, but the run is OG style. OG? OG. Original. Um, the original run? It's it's 45 bucks. Um, you get your entree. You get your brunch running water bottle. And you basically run like a 5 or a 10K. Hmm. Um, whatever you want. It, you could run or walk, it says, along a Platte River Trail. And then you get a free drink at the restaurant and your brunch is included as well. So you, you can go down with some other fellow brunch runners, uh, get into the highlands. And apparently this place got some good brunch. It's called at Wild. Nice. It's called Wild. Where yeah. are you? Does it show where you're popping onto the Platte? I don't know. I mean, if it's, I think it starts and ends in the Highlands, so you must be on and, and back off of it pretty yeah. quick or just like a loop or something. But um, 
Come for the run, stay for the brunch, and leave with lasting memories and more besties. <laughs> so, so you do eat. You do eat after the run. Yeah, right? yeah. You eat okay. after. So it's a okay. Okay. okay, I'm just trying to get the timeline straight, straight in my head. Yeah, yeah, you run to brunch. It'd be awesome okay. to do the other way around. Or during. <laughs> yeah. During. <laughs> Look, a 5K w- walk before brunch sounds lovely, honestly. Yeah. I mean, running, whatever, but like a nice little walk before brunch, that sounds lovely. Absolutely. There's a... A lot of really good sounding entrees available here as well. Where do you end? Where, what's the brunch spot? Wild. It's W-I-L-D-E. Okay. I don't think Wild I've heard D. of that before. I don't know. It's what a good idea. I like that. Highlands is a good area for brunch. If you're ever needing a brunch spot, there, there's a bunch over there. There's a bunch of brunches. Bunch of brunch. I like linger is really good. Maybe we might need to have a brunch episode. Oh yeah, that's a good Good idea. We could do it live from brunch. That was even better idea. We'll record it on a Sunday or something with some bottomless mimosas and screwdrivers and whatever. (laughs) Linger is a really good one. They that they do it well. Uh, But yeah, I haven't had this one yet. Wild. It's hard to find a bottomless around here these days. They've been all cutting it out. So this is showing the address at 36 in Tejon, which is right across from Lechugas, which is not near, in my, I don't think, it's not near the Platte. Let's see. what oh, They must take a little bit of a detour. I wonder if they come up on 15th. Yeah, it's yeah, so wild. Is that, in this way. It's not that yeah. far from the Platte, like Tejon Street, Tejon Street, wild. Okay, so yeah. Here's the restaurant. Everyone, oh wow, the images are just looking really brunchy. Nice. Wow, hold on, let's all take a look at these. You know, next time we got to get uh, my screen up on the TV so everyone in here can see. But oh yeah, that's a great idea, dude. You can do that right now. It's uh, if you just share it because it's like Chromecast. Oh really? Yeah. How do I? Chicken rubble. Yeah, Hold on a second, everyone. But look at the, look wow. at the brunch. Look at this. Look at those the French brunch fries. eye candy. Oh my God! Wait, this is speaking of brunch, Tom. You brought us in a little not not necessarily a full brunch, but you brought us in a little breakfast snack. I did. I brought us in a Danish Kringle from Trader Joe's. Hold on, let me switch this to main nice. zoom view here. The, <laughs> yeah, I I had it like a week ago for the first time, and. I was really hyped on it, and then I was at Trader Joe's last night and uh, had to pick one up. They they were still available. Sometimes, apparently, there's these uh, Trader Joe's items, and you can be part of these Facebook groups that uh, highlight the right ones and stuff, but they just fly off the shelves. Uh, you can't even – you got to be real lucky to secure some specific Trader <laughs> Joe's items, and I think the Kringle is one of those. Nice. I luckily was there. Justin Kringle time. Justin Kringle old time. Is Kringle a kind of pastry or is that a branded thing? I think it's a kind of pastry. I believe is it Danish? Is it a Danish? Danish Kringle. Yeah, it's a Danish Kringle. And I, it's, it's got some nice icing on top. 
And this one is a pecan flavor. I don't know if they have any other flavors. They must because it says right on it. It's like pecan. Um, but wow. Troy. It's, it's really good. Have you had the Kringle? Yeah. 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 It's delicious. I'm a fa- I'm a fan. I'm a fan of almost anything Trader Joe's. Their products are amazing. And uh, they, they're not sponsoring us. So that's coming from the heart. They should sponsor us, though. So, <laughs> God, a Trader Joe's sponsorship would be so awesome. Yeah, it would. That'd be the best. We could feature something new yeah. every week. Uh, we no, could like wear a merch. Trader Joe's featured food. I'd do I mean, this anything, is week one. Anything to be sponsored by Trader Joe's. Whatever they want. Hawaiian yeah. shirt, whatever. I really would too. They just have a lot of good stuff. I also for lunch. I made last night this uh, Trader Joe's flatbread pizza. It's you just get all the ingredients from Trader Joe's using different things, but um, you can get like this flatbread pizza bread, and then you get uh, it's like this garlic um, sauce that is the base, and then you get this red pepper that is like your sauce sauce. Nice. And then uh, you do use the Trader Joe's fresh mozzarella cheese and the burrata. But mm. we actually subs that for some ricotta because they're out of the Ooh. burrata. And some pepperonis and arugula is fire. It's really good. Yeah, that one's amazing too. It, it, it's the one, it's like the, the package with the two, the two flatbreads, right? Yeah. That That's exactly great. it. Um, so good. <laughs> I, you know what? I think you both, I, cause I feel like I'm getting big shop, like key shopping lists from both of you. I think you should post your shopping list, your Trader Joe shopping list in the show notes. I wish I had their receipt. Maybe they emailed <laughs> it to me to show what, what stuff we're getting. What are your favorite items? I need to know this. Take some pictures, Trader Joe's hauls. I, I know one of my favorite items is they have this like taco it taco sauce it's a hot sauce Tom do you know which one I'm talking about There's like a s- skeleton on the front It has like a Dia de los Muertos kind of look to the to the packaging Do you know which one, know. which one I'm talking about They have some really good um, spicy stuff there though I get the the hot salsa but I, I don't think I've had the taco sauce that you're talking about. Troy, the, what's, the ghost the, pepper. what's the spice level on that? Is it? It's, it's like, like medi- medium or even less than medium. It tastes exactly like the Taco Bell mild hot sauce. It's like that kind of salty, tangy. It's perfect on really anything you put a hot sauce on. Breakfast food, you know, tacos, burritos. It's so good. But I, I haven't seen it the last like couple times i've been i'm hoping they didn't discontinue it because if they did i'd be very sad but i've been to multiple locations i haven't seen it so i'm i'm on a quest to to find it because we just ran out ice field maybe we can send you some if it's here yeah we got you we'll do some shopping for you troy for sure yeah it looks like um they got lots of different kringle flavors by the way Right now we have the pecan one. I'm seeing almond. I'm seeing a. This one must be tough to get because I know all the Trader Joe's uh, people will love this one. But they have a pumpkin caramel seasonal Danish Kringle. These are these are really in high demand. <laughs> oh, look at the look at the fam that is making these. 
Dude, and you sharing it with us. You've got your highly sought after Kringle and you brought it here? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, it's, it's really, it's pretty big. <laughs> I needed to bring some to share with the with the squad. But I couldn't even get like a big enough piece of uh, aluminum foil to wrap up how much I wanted to bring. I, I just brought about like half of it. But yeah, <laughs> the Kringles are really good. So anyway, that's... That's what I got going on. Um, I can't get the cast to go up there for whatever reason. That's all right. But uh, Ryan, I think you need some events. Yeah, we'll wrap this up. Most of the stuff I've got is coming on Saturday. Also, you know, I thought that was a pretty good transition I had earlier. I went from Samana to Buffalo Bill to Hate on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. Hey, guys, yeah, I'll give planned. you credit for it that. It fell a little flat, but I mean, there was, <laughs> there was a thread there. I saw that one coming from a mile away. Right when you said Buffalo Bill was buried. (laughs) Like here, I know where he's going. Uh, Somebody bury the Chiefs. Okay. Um, So we there was a a little bit of help from a loyal listener. Shout out to Heidi, who appreciates Tom's everything with yoga uh, updates. Oftentimes, Tom has events that are. This and that plus yoga. So she found one. She was like, hey, you got to share this with Tom. So today at noon, which is just in a couple hours, uh, at the Denver Botanic Gardens, you can go enjoy the the indoor, the the kind of, it's like, it's kind of like a hot yoga, I guess. And you can do yoga inside the like yeah. Denver Botanic Gardens. I was like, yeah. It's in the little greenhouse, wow. right? Yeah. Very humid. Very humid. Lunchtime yeah. vinyasa flow. Yeah. Lunchtime vinyasa flow at the Denver Botanic Gardens. And it has all those like... The, that wonderful thick air that we don't get very much here in Denver being so thin, but you walk in there and it's like lush, jungly. Mm. So shout out to Heidi with the recommendation of this plus yoga. Thanks, Heidi. Wow, <laughs> it's always Tuesdays at noon. Yeah, I know. It seems like fun. We should we should do that sometime. Just bail out of here. Or we could do live from Vinyasa. That's probably not That's very, probably not going to help anyone else's flow. Yeah, that's not very yeah. namaste talking about what's going on at the fort yeah yeah but what a cool event um everything i've got is on saturday so we've got the denver nuggets versus philadelphia 76ers and i'm working on uh, a recommendation for the the altitude sports network i don't have it yet so i'm not going to bring it up yet there's there's a very delicate balance you got to go through here because what i love the altitude sports hosts so much. They do such a great job. I'm just a little bit frustrated with how amazing the Denver Nuggets are. I mean, these are this is a world champion basketball. We got two-time MVP with Nikola Jokic, who's doing some of the most incredible things that's ever happened. I feel like we're falling flat. I would hate to think of Denver as a small market. We've grown up. We need a little bit more razzle-dazzle from altitude. And I don't know exactly how to poise my criticism. So I'm going to, I'm going to table that for another time. But if somebody else is feeling the same way, like you watch the game and you're like, am I watching the most incredible basketball team that's ever been assembled? And why is the broadcasting not up to par? Mm -hmm. Then join me and we can figure it out. Uh, Brandy had a a recommendation. Maybe we need to do a GoFundMe. Yeah. To add a a little bit of like pizzazz to the, the set design, at least for the Altitude Sports Network. Looks like it's on like a 1970s science fiction spaceship. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing, man? Come on, Altitude. I'm surprised they didn't get a little update after the 
Nuggets win after the yeah. Avalanche win. It's kind of shocking, really. It's, it's shocking. It's totally shocking. And again, the 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 sportscasters we got, Scott Hastings, I love that guy. Shout out to Katie Wingy. I love her. Bill Hanslick. He Bill Hanslick, when I was playing Little League basketball at Harvard Gulch, he was on a run. This is when he was a professional basketball player with the Denver Nuggets. Bill Hanslick stops by, see our team taking pictures, and he poses in my Little League basketball oh, shot. Wow. I, I hope you still have that photo. It's somewhere. I know I do. I know I do. It's somewhere. I love Bill Hanslick. So I love these guys, okay? But these guys can't do everything. They need a little bit of help. And I'm telling you, you look at the set, your eyes bleed. It's just like, dude, come on. Again, a little frustration with Kroenke. It's like you have you own all these championship teams. You don't want to sell like the broadcasting rights to Altitude to like, I don't know, let's say like NBC or whatever, Comcast. So you have to pay extra. I know he's not getting what he wants for that Altitude deal. With Altitude needs a little bit of attention, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. Come all on. All right. Come on. But we can go, do this. We can do it. We can. We can band together. We can make that production set look like at least TNT. You know what I mean? Yes, like, just a slight step up. Just a slight step up, you know? We can get there, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what? The Denver Nuggets are just on a tear. It is so much fun watching the Denver Nuggets. God, I love it. And they're playing the 76ers in town on Saturday, uh, 3.30 p.m. Also on Saturday, we got Isaiah Rashad at the Fillmore, which would be an amazing show I'd love to go to. Also, we've got DJ Shadow on Saturday at the Gothic which is amazing. And Saturday night, there's a really cool um, hike, a moonlight, moonlit Ooh. hike put on by the uh, Division of Wildlife that's up in Walden. So what? It, there's a, a little bit of, there's a hut. It's a, a mile and a half in. So what they're asking us to do is to join the Colorado Division of Wildlife on this hut trip. So it's a mile and a half in. They're going to have like a, a bonfire. I'm sure very I'm sure bonfire is probably an exaggeration. They probably have a nice contained fire. Um, and then you can continue the hike or snowshoe path. It's a, a six-mile loop if you so choose. Otherwise, it's one and a half miles in, one and a half miles out. They're doing hot cocoa and a little fire. It sounds like a very charming way to spend the, night, the evening. It's between 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. again in Walden, which is outside of, I think, Estes Park up north. Um, so that'd be fun for kids, fun for folks that maybe have a little you know, challenges in their knees and just looking for a little low impact kind of outdoor activity. This one's going to be uh, well suited for you. There's lots of cool activities on this list. The moon will be bright, full moon on Thursday. So it will be, That's it'll right. be big. Moonlight snowshoe. It'll, it'll be bright. And, it, you know, if we get a nice fresh snow, you guys ever been in like a full moon and with the fresh snow? It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's so pretty. That it's reflection. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you like can see day. the mountains really bright. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All these learn to ice fishings are really cool. They they bring the gear because that's a it's a lot of gear to get. You can't just be going your first time ice fishing, purchasing your own like auger <laughs> drill thing. Totally. Yeah. That's yeah, a lot of stuff. And you know what? I We always link to uh, Colorado Parks and Wildlife, and I try and put like at least one of these events a month, to, you know, because uh, for new parents, a lot of times you're, you're in Colorado, you're trying to get your like toddler out, and it's a little bit different. Then you're not you're not backpacking anymore. You know what I mean? You got a kid, or let's say you get a little bit older. Maybe you're nursing an injury. You need to have events that you can enjoy the great outdoors. That's not as hardcore as say like 
Savannah goes, for example. (laughs) You need something that's a little more uh, tailored. And uh, Colorado Parks and Wildlife just has this unbelievable schedule, all this really cool stuff to do in all four seasons that, you know, looking out for these little kitties, making little conservationalists. For sure. Yeah. I want to get my nephews out to do the learn to ice fish. That would be really cool. Oh, the best. Awesome. They love fishing. I guess the kids are down for fishing these days, especially in New Jersey. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, man. It's a cool thing to do. Just sitting with the homies fishing. Yeah, I feel like fishing has has had its reemergence. Like it's becoming popular amongst the youth again, which is, it is. nice, you know. I feel like it's like a backlash to the to the constant social media feeds. It's yeah. like I'm just gonna go sit in nature, hang out with my buddies. It's nice. It's good. Yeah. Have you been ice fishing, Tom? No, I've never been ice fishing. So just like basically drill a hole and then you sit on the ice and kind of just chill, hang out and just fish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. In its simplest form. But there's a lot of accessories. So like any, you know, good hobby has a lot of different ways to spend money. Yeah. You know, you can get like a cool tent and the tents have like a lazy boy in there maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, you could get like a gas-powered lamp. You could put that in there. You could put a cooler in there. You're just chilling. Yeah. People have stoves. I mean, my dad takes ice fishing trips up to northern Minnesota and where they're, the lake is just, it's like a town. It's a whole town in the winter. They have like everything on the lake and he'll go up there for a week with his buddies and they just stay in the tent. There's like a little convenience store, like a little pop-up convenience store that they can go to. It's, it's, it's a whole culture. I would, I'm waiting for the documentary to come out. Like, I feel like that is a, a fascinating documentary like ice fishing culture. Dude, big time. This is, I would need to make, I want to be involved in that somehow. I just want to go there. Yeah. Experience it and chill. Yeah. I'm intrigued. That, yeah, that was my next question. I feel like you could, you could have a little grill, like you said, your dad has a little foreman grill, uh, cook up some food while you're hanging out. Maybe what, could you grill the fish immediately? hundred (laughs) percent. You bet you could. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Instant gratification. Definitely worse ways to live. That doesn't sound bad at all to me. Plus, it's football season, so it's a Sunday, and you can just put your little iPad on there. You're watching the game. You're grilling out and fishing in the middle of a lake. It's the in, best. In your little tent. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that sounds pretty cool. It's absolutely the best. Plus, you know, you can get those big lake trout that are in the middle, you know, down deep. You can get them. It's yeah. so cool. No, it's... It's amazing. Yeah. And they, there's all these great intro to ice fishing classes. <laughs> it's great. Colorado Parks and Wildlife. They're so fun. We've, we've been to a million of these little, like, little events they have at the state parks and stuff. And they just do like little grill outs with hot dogs. They're so sweet, man. Hmm. You know, I, I would love if my retirement included like volunteering at the Colorado Division of Wildlife. I think that's a reality you can make. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know. I would probably pay if, if I could get the uniform with the little ram head on it and yes. it had the crest, <clears throat> the kind of like khaki beige with the green boots. That would mm. be real official. You could get the hat if you could get like the uh, the the what do they call the 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 cops up in the in Canada with the hat, the flat hat looking. That's kind of like a curious George, Mister yeah. the yeah. man in the yellow suit sort of. Yeah, Mountie. 
The Mountie. The Mountie. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That would be amazing. And if you were high enough up in the volunteer list that you could have the, the walkie-talkie right there, you know, in case they needed to communicate something. We need more marshmallows down by the bonfire. Be like, I'm on it. Got you. <laughs> so right. shout out to Isaiah Rashad. Have a DJ set that I played a few weeks ago. One of his tracks was in there. So had most of my friends when we get together and we throw events, we're doing uh, house music stuff. But yeah. um, I I dropped a little hip hop house party set on him a couple weeks ago because it was at this big house party and just felt like you know people need a break from the dance music for a second and just got to hear some deep bass beats some fresh bars how'd it go over <laughs> it was great yeah no one was really uh expecting it but the, once they realized what was going on like that's when the party really starts turning up you know right <laughs> now you got your secret recipe the drinks, the drinks start flowing there's, <laughs> there's smoke in the air isaiah rashad is dope man yeah i love that guy yeah the track was uh find a topic and then in parentheses homies begged by Isaiah Rashad. I, I don't know why it would just fit right in. So um, shout out to him. Shout out to him at the Fillmore on Saturday. All right, let's jump to our feature. Um, Brandy, drop us into the immersive world of Denver comedy. What you got prepared for us? All right. You ready for this? Let's go. Okay. Mm. So I am from Iowa originally. And to get some good comedy, I was about two hours away from Chicago. So I would literally go like last minute, find tickets to second city, which is improv. So it's yeah. not stand up, but that's where a lot of the SNL folks came from. Uh, but I would get tickets, drive two hours, go to a show, drive back, go to school the next day. So when we moved to Denver, I was like, all right, I got to scope out the comedy scene and, you know, comedy works is the biggest and most known comedy club here in Denver. And then they opened up one down south too. But there's like, this is a great comedy scene, Big really. Time. I mean, there's some excellent comedians here in Denver and Colorado, but then people love coming here. I mean, it's, I think the crowds are great. I, you hear from all the top comedians and Comedy Works Denver is, is one of the tops. And, and Wendy Curtis is the owner of Comedy Works and she's been running the club for 23 years. She's a Colorado native, went to CSU, kind of fell into the, the comedy club world. She's been doing a phenomenal job for 23 years of bringing awesome talent in. So first introduction, comedy works. A couple years ago, I just stumbled upon um, the Denver Underground Comedy Club, and it is amazing. It's $20. It's in the basement of a church. There's parking which is like, that's win-win, you know, um, for $20, you get to see a headliner who's usually passing through Denver, um, kind of mid to high level comic that's coming through Denver. So they're the headliner. And then there's usually like three or four local acts that perform beforehand. You get a free drink with your ticket and you get free pizza. So for $20, I think it is like the cheapest possible evening out that you could have. And I've never seen a bad show at Denver Underground Comedy. So big shout out to them. Tom, have Ryan, have you been? 
I have not. I've been to the Comedy Works a bunch. Yeah. I haven't been to the free drink and free pizza one, although we did feature it on the show a few months back, like towards the beginning. Did you? Uh, we were highlighting it as a thing to do. But now that but you're that, recommending it, oh, yeah, yeah. Now that you're recommending Brandy, um, I might have to hit this one up. Yeah. I, you know, I don't typically even know uh, who the comics are, but it's just an easy thing to go do if you're just like itching to get some laughs. They are like, I've never laughed so hard <laughs> leaving yeah. that, that club. And it's just like a super intimate place, you know? And I think it, everyone just has like a real relaxed vibe. So I don't know if that kind of plays into their sets, but it, I, again, always like never have left disappointed. It's always been a great time. Comedy's great. It seems like you're a sympathetic comedy goer as well. Like, I, I, if I go and somebody's bombing, like, that makes me laugh. Really oh, hard. yeah. Like, anything that happens, yeah. I'm, like, ready. I'm, like, always loaded when I go to, uh, uh, well, I mean, loaded is ready, loaded and ready to laugh. Yeah. Comedy. Well, here's the deal. Like, the, I feel like there's so many people that are like, oh, I could be a comic. It is hard. You got a couple of sets, right? It is hard. Yeah. It is hard. It is you have to be smart. Your delivery has to be on point. It is such hard work. So even if they're like moderately funny or maybe like things just aren't landing for them, I'm yes, I'm always like giving them a laugh and not like a courtesy laugh, like a laugh. Like it's, it's yeah. funny and like that's clever. Totally. Yeah. There, there's a great history of comedy in Denver. It, it, it seems hard for a comedian now, too, because it's a it's a big moment for comedians because they're sharing a lot on TikTok, they're sharing on Reddit, they're sharing all these places. But what comedians are doing is they're sharing like their crowd work and hecklers and stuff. Yeah. Because they don't mm -hmm. want to like give up their jokes. Right. They want to share their jokes. And so now I think there's like a whole generation of people that go to comedy shows thinking that you're supposed to go and like talk to the comedian. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. That's a bad idea. It's <laughs> interesting that. that you say that, Ryan, because one of the comics actually talked about that very thing over the weekend, I went, I went to the show and was saying like, you know, it's, it's crazy. Cause if you're a band, everyone wants to hear your hits, yeah. but if you're a comic, you have to continue to come up with new material, especially with the, the prevalence of video, right? Like people are yeah. seeing your jokes, they're seeing your bits. Like you've got to like, keep coming up with fresh stuff. People don't want to, people want to come to comedy and be like, give us your hits. You know, it's like a totally different thing. Yeah. It's hard work. Yeah, absolutely. So they got to hold on to their jokes tight. Yeah. So, so Denver, the Denver comedy scene, it, comedy works best selling. I don't know if you, if anyone here has listened to her or seen her, but she's, she frequents comedy work. She'll be here in February. So we should probably keep that on our event calendar, but she's hilarious. Um, I've seen her a couple of times. So cool. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, this is what I really love is like seeing comedy shows. And usually it's like when we go to like New York or whatever, or it, if we travel, like that's where we go, you know, because yeah. it, that's the environment I really like, you know, even like a basketball game. Like I like to go see the Nuggets, but like there's so many people. Yeah. Like, I prefer mm -hmm. like a, like, like a, a small. Game, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The, no, that's a great recommendation. Like going to a new city and finding like a little improv yeah. theater or a little local standup. Totally. Open mic, 
situation. Yeah, because it's like a club energy, you know, which I love. So I do it whenever I'm not in Denver, but I don't really go out in Denver to do it. I, and I think that's really what I need because that's what I enjoy the most. You know, a big concert for me, ah, it's too much, too many people. Big sporting event. I love sports, but too many people. But like comedy clubs, little bars and stuff. It's so much fun. Yeah. Um, and and actually, if you've never been to the Comedy Works in Denver, it is regarded as one of the best comedy clubs in the entire world. I it's great. Just like the acoustics and stuff. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And people have recorded their live shows there, quite a few actually. So it's, it's, a, it's a great venue. Yeah. Well, and of course now comedy is big enough that you have these folks uh, recording their comedy specials at like Red Rocks. Yeah. Like I know Bill Burr recorded his, uh, Bert Kreischer recorded his at uh, Red Rocks. There's a, a bunch of guys that are doing giant comedy shows. Tom and I went and saw Bill Burr at, the, at Red Rocks. Yeah, we did. That was like, what, two, three years ago? Yeah. 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 It was pretty that fun. Was, they were filming the Netflix special. Yeah. That was cool. That How was, was cool. it? Was it, was, was it funny? Lots of laughs? Yeah, yeah, it was great. You can watch it on Netflix. Oh, <laughs> it's really? live from Red Rocks, Bill Burr. I think it's called Paper Tiger or something like that. Yeah, and surprisingly enough, I mean, we were pretty, we were pretty far up. I mean, we were between the top and like the soundboards or like the upper three quarters. So Bill Burr is like pretty small on stage. It's just him and everyone's sitting down, you know, but it was funny. Like you could hear of it. It was, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. It's not like a club, you know, where you have like, there's like something that happens like in a, when you get a big laugh in a comedy club, like the comedy works, like it, like the laughter like slaps against the walls. There's like a kind of an explosiveness about it. Yeah. That's really cool. But it was, it was funny. I love Bill Burr. Yeah, I I was I almost made the mistake when we went to um, the club on Saturday. So that's, you know, they're seating you just like they would at Comedy Works. And they wanted to put us in the front row at this table. And I was like, I thought about it for like one solid second. And I was like, no way, no way, no way. I'm sitting not down. sitting in the front row. Like I am <laughs> a perfect target. I would, I would be <laughs> torn to pieces. And the first woman who opened up Oh, she went hard on the people in the front row, like <laughs> nice. really hard. And I was like, God, that was so close. Nice. I almost said yes. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. I had a comedian roast me once in New York. It was a highlight of my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I was wearing cowboy boots and a flannel. And he's like, what are you from Colorado? I was like, uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> he went hard on me. It was hilarious. I, I pulled up a list of famous comedians. I think there's some surprises here. Um, okay. Do you guys know any off the top of your head famous comedians from Denver or, or Colorado? Mm -mm. No. Josh Blue. Is he Josh Blue. on that list? Yeah. Josh Blue, for sure. He lives in Denver. I think he still lives in Capitol Hill. Hmm. Yep, for sure. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Tim yeah. Allen. Pre Home improvement. Yeah, pre-home improvement, pre-cocaine eviction or uh, conviction. Tim Allen's from here. T.J. Miller. I don't know if oh, you guys yeah. know Oh, yeah. I knew that he was from here. I yeah. was going to say that, but. Yeah, T.J. Miller went to East. And I think he was like, we have like mutual friends. But that guy's hilarious. Um, Roseanne Barr. Is from Denver? Rose from Denver. Really? The Roseanne. Yeah, the Roseanne. Huh. Interesting. Oh, wow. Which is pretty cool. Um, we, we have, of course, Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Mm -hmm. Abs uh, uh, creators of um, South Park, South Park, and also owners of Casa Bonita, mm -hmm. but they went to see you famously. We've got Felicia Michaels. 
That was kind of a surprise. I think she's hilarious. She, yeah. I, I knew her as an LA comedian, but apparently she's from here. We've got Brendan Schaub, of course. Yep. <laughs> Who might be my favorite person online. Sometimes I feel bad about Brandon Schaub, like how hard people go at him. <laughs> I mean, they go hard, but he's he's an Eastern guy, so you gotta you gotta love and respect Brandon Schaub. <laughs> <laughs> it gets a little hardcore though. And then there's some a bunch of other folks too. But yeah, man. Yeah, there's Dennis. some there's some great people, comics from Denver. And then just the scene up and coming is is phenomenal too. Absolutely. You know, um, there was the guys maybe 10 years ago that also like really took it to the next level. The Grawlix guys, mm-hmm. that, that's the Adam Caton Hallid and Andrew Orvidal and ben, Ro- uh, ben, Roy. ben Roy. Yeah, those guys really like put in a lot of work to make sure that like Denver's comedy was, was well represented. And there's the comedy festival. I'm stoked, man. I'm getting I'm going to I'm going to do a lot more comedy stuff. It's just the funnest way to spend an evening. You come out of the, the yeah. club and you're just like, hi. Yeah, <laughs> that is nice. I got to go to some shows. Yeah. It also makes me tune into my my world a little bit more after I watch some comedy because that is like one thing that comics do really well. Right. They pay attention to every little nuance that happens to them throughout the day and turn it into an entire piece. Yeah. So it's like for like weeks afterwards, after I go to a comedy show, I am paying attention to everything. Yeah. Working on little bits, skits and bits. Yeah. And they'll never, you know, not that that's ever going to, it's never going anywhere besides my head, but it's fun. Totally. It's a good thing to do. The little things in life, pulling humor out of everyday interactions and different things you do. It's, I, I tend to do that often as well. Yeah, I, it because it, like your humor is around you all day, every day. It's whether you choose to tune into it or not. Totally agree. Yeah, it's like a, it's a it's a mental state. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. There was some like a invocation at the state by these Satanists, where they because you can have prayer on, at the state floor, they open up to everybody because obviously we live in a free country. But there was all these people that were getting so angry at the Satanist that was saying his like Satan prayer. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is wow. the most ridiculous thing. Like we're surrounded by entertainment at all times. But like at some point, some people are like, time to be serious now. I was like, no way, man. Yeah. And anytime I'm living like with comedy at the tip of my tongue, man, that's 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 the way to, to live properly, I think. Nice. Okay, we've got a couple of uh, minutes here. We got maybe five minutes. Let's wrap up with highlights from last week. And Troy, let's start with you, buddy. How was last week? Yeah, last week was good. Um, just like I was kind of telling you guys about a little bit before the show started. Huge life upgrade. Uh, purchase of a new dresser. Um, I I'd had the same dresser for about maybe ten years, and uh, like Brandy was saying, the the drawer was sagging. Um, didn't get wouldn't push in correctly would it was just uh, a pos for for uh, you know lack of a better term and uh, yeah so finally upgraded it arrived and going to build it tonight and yeah just took the and you know it seems like a small win but it's a huge 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 improvement in my book and but you're a uh, wild man 
You got to. You need to yeah. learn how to contain yourself on these weekends, dude. <laughs> you got to use that thing every day. You know, the, it's, when you're getting ready for the day, you don't want to have to struggle to push your dresser drawer back in. Yeah. No. And Troy, do you have to? to do you have to put this together? The mm-hmm. the new dresser, right? So is that going to be this weekend's project? That'll be tonight's project. Hopefully, yeah. I hope I don't need a whole weekend to do that. That would be. That would not be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my wild weekend. Also spent some time working on some personal projects. Um, I'm developing a website for myself or just like portfolio of projects and stuff I worked on. I've been working on it for a long time. So put in some solid hours this weekend. And yeah, overall, it was productive. Uh, I would say definitely uh, positively impacted my life this weekend. Nice, what man. about you guys? Yeah. Nice. I, uh, my highlight was definitely got some steamboat days in over the weekend. Um, there was still some really good snow left over from the big storm last week. Uh, it wasn't like the softest, best snow anymore, but you could find some little secret stashes here and there, but we spent a lot of time lapping through the park and all over the whole mountain. So that was super fun. And then also I'm going to do my comedy section because Ryan skipped out on me. But, oh, damn. I'm sorry, Tom. <laughs> oh, but I bad. thought this was important to highlight um, the best open mics in yes. Denver because you got to talk about the people who are just starting out getting yeah. their uh, their first nights in. So I scoured through Reddit, found some good threads. Um, it's obviously the Comedy Works open night um, or open mic. It's called New Talent Night. Uh, that's obviously like one of the biggest ones. Um that's Monday nights, isn't it? I I think it might. It's either Monday or Tuesdays. Hold on. New talent night at Comedy Works. Let me type that in real quick. But also, uh, this Reddit thread is highlighting um, another really good one. It's called Denver is Rise on Wednesdays, and uh, it's a hundred seat theater. You know, lots of non comics just coming in to watch and and get some good stuff, so you can really test out your stuff in front of a not comic only crowd. Um, the new, new talent night at comedy works is on Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Okay. Yes. But you have to like, you register and stuff. Oh, wow. Um, there's always, you know, good guests and stuff that are coming through like big comedians as well. Like Brandy was saying for the underground. Um, and then also one other one that they are highlighting on this thread um, is Black Buzzard. It's in the basement of Oscar Oscar Blues. And that's also on Tuesday nights. So if you're not in on the New Talent Tuesdays or New Talent Nights at Comedy Works, check out Black Buzzard. And then I'm going to share the screen with the viewers here, but the 5280 Comedy or Colorado-Comedy.com has this huge list of it's a running list of shows, open mics. They got filters on this thing. Wow. <laughs> you can filter by, for open mics or shows, you can filter by week of the month. First Dang. week of the month, second week of the month, last week of the month, fourth week of the month. So, I mean, these filter, you can filter by day of the week. Filter <laughs> That's by a lot city. of comedy. Yeah. This is like, you got it. You got to check out this list. I Tom, mean, what was the weirdest location that you came across for open mic? I mean, there's some weird ones on this 5280 
uh, list here. I mean, let's just try to see. They, there's a lot of breweries, tap rooms. Um, we could probably find a weird one here. I'll take a look while we're yeah. going through the uh, highlights from last week and then uh, close this out with the weirdest location I found. What would be the hardest one? If you're like at Saigon Bowl on Federal <laughs> and you interrupt their like karaoke night and start Doing some jokes. <laughs> yeah. No laughs. I was actually at Blue Bonnet on uh, South Broadway. Nice. And they have stand-up. They have comedy there? Yeah. Which it was like, it's like a, a Tex-Mex restaurant. Yeah. And it's it's an odd place to begin <laughs> yeah. with. And then People don't want to hear comedy there. <laughs> it's, like this, it's almost it's all terrible. breweries and tap rooms for these uh, open mics and like the smaller events. Um, seems like a big location for that. But uh, yeah, we're going to try to find a, an interesting one for us to talk about in a second. But uh, what about you guys' highlights from last week? Sorry, I skipped you, buddy. That's okay. Nice. Just going to get it out there anyway. Um, <laughs> I'll go. Uh, so my highlight was the East-South, the Denver East-Denver South basketball games. The Both the girls and the boys played. Now, for folks that don't know, like, East and South are basically have the the strongest, I'd say, high school rivalry in the city. Like these are the two probably powerhouse DPL teams, and they and the 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 kids that go to these schools take it really seriously. So it was a big deal because South was hosting for the first time in like six years. So the way they do it, they make a, a big event. They've got all of East, even though they're visiting, all of East's cheerleaders are there. They section off like half the audience, totally packed, totally sold out. Three, 400 students. Same with South. So, you know, for the girls game, you know, the, the like crowds going nuts. Both sides are standing the whole time. It's, it's similar to like a Nuggets game and the fact that there's music going on. But unlike a Nuggets game, it's got very terrible uh, AV system and sound. So it's like peeking out and it like really punctuate, <laughs> punctures your ears in a horrible way. Feedback is always in there. It's a high school production, you know. So the, the games were absolutely extraordinary. The kids were going completely bananas. East uh, girls basketball won their game, and then the South boys basketball won their game. They had the, uh, the deputy superintendent was there talking about their, their uh, free PSAT program. They had the Denver Nuggets cheerleaders was, was there. They had Miles, for some reason, the mascot of the Broncos. The Broncos. <laughs> he was running around giving people high fives. So it, it was great. Of course, my kids are in high school, so it's like I get to experience these. But this is nothing like when I was in high school in the 90s. It was definitely not cool to care anything about anything that was happening in the school, you know. So when I played sports, nobody came. So now it seems like it's a revival of like the 1950s when it seemed like everything was idyllic and like people like had spirit and enthusiasm for stuff. These kids are all about it, you know, chanting at each other from across the gym. It was so fun. It was absolute blast. So that was my weekend. Um, Brandy, how about you? Yeah. I mean, that was the hottest ticket in town for yeah, sure sold on out. Friday night. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of bleacher time with the, the kids' activities, but I did get, you know, went to the comedy club um, and then went hard in on Beef, the series on Netflix. Yeah. I am like one episode shy of finishing it. And I started it on Saturday. So if that gives you any indication on how great it is, it's amazing. If you haven't watched it, highly recommend. It's good. You gotta, 
wrap it up. It's going to be, yep. you're going to enjoy it. Cool. Nice. I'll, I will definitely check that out. I, I've been going hard on Yellowstone and I think I'm through uh, season two on Yellowstone. And now I kind of feel like I could probably write the rest of the seasons. Yeah. I think two is where you need to leave it. It's a little formulatic. You're like, all right, I see what's going on here. Um, but pretty cool. It, the, the first one or first two, the prequels are both excellent. You know, the one in the uh, 1800s and then the one 1923 with Harrison Ford. Those are great. But then Kevin Costner. How much Kevin Costner can you really consume? There's a limit. About two seasons. You know, so beef it is coming up. Yeah. Real quick. Yep. I got um, one comedy show at a sushi restaurant, Sushi High. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's a great spot. And this is a this is a great spot now for this. But it's funny because... We might not have thought of it as so, but our old office has an open mic night every first Thursday. The Town Hall Collaborative is what it is called now, but now it's more of like an event space. It was our office, though, uh, for a long period of time. And important to, to note that Town Hall would be very queer inclusive. Like if you're looking for <laughs> open mic, you know, from that community, yeah. that's what they're doing. Yeah, that's yeah. their goal down yeah. there. So definitely check that out. Town Hall does a lot of cool stuff. We know the owner there. She was she was in and around when we were uh, packing up and, and getting out of that office. So they do a lot of cool stuff there. Yeah, they shout out to them. I saw actually this weekend Town Hall Collective has Town a Hall. um like a, a, a gay country western thing going this weekend. So it's like. It's like nice. line dancing and country music. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Super yeah. cool. That's they sweet. do some really cool events. Yes. That, yeah. It says here on the open mic night, queer and women owned all are welcome. So yeah, check totally. that one out. This nice. list is so long. Like I can't, I've still not done scrolling. There's lots of stuff. Colorado-comedy.com. Check it out. Nice. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Brandy Whalen. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for letting me jump in, you guys. Thanks for joining, Brandy. For sure. Super fun. Um, amazing. Everybody, please go to kitcaster.com forward slash Denver and subscribe to the show. We're there on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. And we're on all of your podcast players, wherever that might be. A big shout out to Simona. Thanks for floating. Or thanks for floating. And thanks for sponsoring the show, SamanaFloat.com. Uh, thanks to Troy for putting the music together, editing the show, Tom, Donahue, um, and shout out to Olivia. I think she'll be back in a couple of weeks. So thanks, everybody. Bye.